Welcome to this episode of Question the Rev with me, the Reverend Jamie Franklin, joining me as always, but not as always, most of the time, Thomas Pelham. Um, Tom, we've got a, you, you must have heard the theme tune that's been composed for us for Question the Rev. So, well, I haven't actually had a chance to listen to it, but okay. I, yeah, I understand that it's, it's very nice. But there's a certain amount of, you know, I, I quite like the analogue, you know, that sort of sense of, that visceral sense of singing things. Well, many you know. people have said that they don't want to lose that. So do you okay. want to... Question the Rev, question the Rev. There you are. Excellent. Okay, so this is uh, <laughs> uh, a little feature which we do on a reverence uh, where we uh, take a question and try and answer it. And people write it. <laughs> sometimes, so... sometimes we answer it, sometimes we just squabble. Let's see. <laughs> squabbling today, though, I'm sure. Um, so this is from Nick. So he writes, what influences your choice on joining a denomination? In other words, why would you choose Catholic over Church of England, etc.? Obviously, essentially the same at the most basic level. So what makes you choose? So, Tom, do you want to say something first or shall I? Well, I, I, don't, I don't know. Are they essentially the same at the most basic? I guess it depends what level you're talking about. Um, but they're not. Uh, they're, they're not the same. They're not. They're not essentially the same. I would say, uh, which is why there's a choice between them. Um, so, so there's there's a there's a couple. There's at least a couple of issues here. There's the first thing about, generally speaking, what what makes you join a denomination. So, how do you choose where your place is in the Christian Church? And then there's also this sort of subsequent question, which is, how can you choose either being, say, a Roman Catholic or part of the Church of England because they're essentially the same thing. I think. I think most people don't really choose, do they? I mean, or at least uh, the choice is one of convenience and happenstance, as so many things are in life. Um, I think that's part part of the answers there, isn't it? I mean, I, how many? I mean, I guess I've actually I have made a no, I haven't. I haven't ever really made a conscious choice to, to, to join or indeed leave and then rejoin the Church of England, which is what I did because uh, I was a Methodist for a bit. Uh, yeah. It was because because the Methodism had a good youth group. And I was at the age yep. where a good youth group was, a, was something which I wanted to go to. And then when I got back in, you know, I sort of left when they went horribly liberal uh, and didn't really um, re-find a church uh, until I became a director of music. And that happened to be an Anglican church. Yep. I guess if it had been in a Methodist church or if it had been a Baptist church, it would be fairly unlikely um, because they don't do the sort of Anglican repertoire of music. Um, but then I guess there was a conscious choice, to, you know, to, to engage with Anglicanism on a deeper level when I discerned according to, to priesthood. And uh, there were times when I when I considered becoming Catholic for a while. I, I had some Catholic um, housemates and they were very influential on me Yeah, uh, for a little bit. I didn't know that, Tom. They, they were, yeah. Mm. Well, so, uh, so, so what you're saying, if I could sort of interpret it, it back to you as they say is that yeah. a lot of this depends on your own circumstances and well and- i think it does yeah I, th- I don't i think i don't think it's sensible to sort of ignore that because uh you know god god sometimes acts in that way you know we have to believe that he's sovereign over the world so you know putting you in a per- certain place bringing you up with with anglican parents um that that those would be ways of of god calling you into his uh, into communion with him in a particular uh, expression of that communion um mind you that's not always the case is it because you, you've had a bit of a journey haven't you jamie rather you know yeah yeah so i was i was i mean i went to i went to um schools where i 
would go to chapel and things like that, but really I found faith when I was an adult in an independent charismatic evangelical church. And I became a, a member of the Church of England um, some years later. And there were many reasons for that. But um, I suppose to sort of generalize, I'd say that it was a, a big part of it was a sort of attraction towards some of the things that I perceived that the Church of England could offer me, such as a, a broader intellectual world. And also, you know, I'd always been into, um, yeah, which, I know that sounds, which, that sounds funny now. But, which uh, Church of England were you joining? Yeah, 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 yeah I know. I, uh, you've got to understand, I was just reading, I was just reading about theology and things like that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. the Anglican Church does have a rich heritage of, a, a wonderful heritage of theology and um, prayers, you know, people like Lancelot Andrews, um, translation of, of the King James Bible, uh, great saintly people like Edward King and, and John Donne and, you know, and the, the Wesleyan revival, the, the Anglo-Catholic um, uh, Tractarian revival of the 19th century, all of this stuff, you know, even song, our cathedrals, which, you know, admittedly the good ones did come from the, the Roman Catholic church um, in the, in the reformation. Um, oh, know, that's, that's you know, Tom, just, I understand that there's, that's a you know broad brush statement I'm, and I'm only making it humorously. So let's not, go down that because that's not really relevant but you, you see the point i'm making is that all of this stuff contributes to what the church of england wall is and um that's what attracted me to it but there are obvious problems and we we um we talk about that a lot in our program you know our weekly program um so i think what i want to say though is that um there is a difference between being a roman catholic and a, in the church of england in the church of england we don't believe that the papacy is the that in order to be part of the true church that you have to be in full communion with the papacy so we don't believe that and that's quite a significant thing uh, right. we do we do have bishops um we do maintain an emphasis albeit in different forms upon the catholic tradition of the church as well you know the kind of historical continuity but the roman catholic church is is very different in many many ways to the I, church. I, and i think there, there are key differences about about authority as well actually yeah. um, and that's um that's something which you, you can't really um ignore um so that so the catholic church has um authority vested in the church um well as, as does the church of england but but the but the authority of the magisterium in, in the catholic church and the pope enables them to to innovate um Whereas in theory, um, the uh, <laughs> not always the case in practice, of course, uh, the, the the Church of England's one grounding in Scripture uh, doesn't allow it to innovate um, in, in as much. And uh, you're probably, you know, you know what I'm trying to say, Jamie. But you're yeah, going to take well, issue we, with we, how we, I've said we, it. Um, we we don't have a we don't have um, we don't have a magisterium which can pronounce authoritatively on new matters of doctrine. Yeah. We receive our doctrine as a deposit, which comes to us, you're quite right, through the scriptures, mediated through our formularies, such as the, the Book of Common Prayer and the 39 Articles, and before that, the creeds as well, the church. So there is a difference there. I mean, I think, Tom, we probably want to wrap this up in a minute because it could go on forever, but, but in terms of giving sort of pastoral advice to people, I would still want to commend the Church of England to people, but I would want to say you you just the church of england is in such a mess at the moment and there is so, there's so much variation that you really don't know what you're going to get so if you if you find a good church of england church with a brilliant priest then that's fantastic and i would wholly support that but outside of that um 
if I were to give advice to someone, then I would say that you would you might need to look for a different a different place where there were faithful people teaching um, scriptures, yeah. um, living holy lives, and that that may be very well in a different denomination. Yeah, it, it might well be in the Catholic Church. It might well be in, in a Baptist church or even a Methodist church if you find the the odd one that's uh, still um, biblically sound. Um, quite yeah. rare these days. Um, but yeah, so so in, in that sense, um, there's not much difference between them. You know, all churches that are um, that profess the faith of, of, of Christ, you know, that, that, that acknowledge Him as Lord, that follow the creeds, that accept the um, the baptism uh, in in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. They're, they're all you know working um, on the same ground plan. But there there are there are significant differences. They're not quite it's not quite true to say that they're all the same. Or they're all sort of interchangeable. Yeah, I like I like that, Tom. I think you know, scriptures, the creed. If you find a if you find a priest or a pastor who believes in the scriptures and the creeds and is basically orthodox, then you're doing quite well, really. And if that's in a Church of England church, that's yeah, um, that's a- <laughs> it's not a, it's not a miracle. I don't want to say it's a miracle, but it's a very good sign. So um, there we are. I think the only thing, other thing I'd say is the Roman Catholic Church makes a number of claims specifically about the church. Yeah. Like I said earlier, like the, the, in order to be part of the true church, you have to be in communion with the papacy and you have to submit yourself to the Roman magisterium, um, which is it's 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 fine if you if you can do that and if you can accept that. But if you can't, then yeah. you know, it's a different it's a different issue. So so one of the one of the key and uh, just to sort of finally final say something is one of the key examples would be, for example, the assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary, which is a feast and a required piece of doctrine in, in the Catholic Church, but it's not it's biblical as such. I mean, um, you, you can argue yeah. about that uh, a little bit, but, um, you know, fundamentally, it's not it's not really founded in, in in direct scriptural sort of authority. And so therefore, in the Church of England, uh, it's it's not it's not you, know, you, you can believe it if you want. I, I personally don't. But I know other Church of England you know, ministers who are perfectly orthodox who do. But you don't have to follow up. To, you don't have to sign up to it in order to, yeah. you know, be a member of the church whereas that wouldn't be the case in the catholic church you have to acknowledge that as you know submit yourself to that teaching yeah no i agree with that tom the only thing i say is that there's a difference between something being unbiblical and something not being in the bible which i think i was, is, very, I was very careful about that how you, I said it, yeah, yeah that's true you didn't use the word unbiblical and i should also say that the cathedrals weren't really roman catholic cathedrals they were western christian cathedrals which the church of england took possession of in the 16th well, century it didn't, it didn't exactly take even take possession of them it, it was a continuation of the western yeah, yeah. catholic tradition within this country yeah. uh, anyway yeah, no, I agree with that, and I thought it was, I think it's important to say that um, because it's a, it's a it's an anachronism to to use that term Roman Catholic for the Church in the 16th century. But that's not really relevant to the question, and I'm sure we've um, I'm sure we've just confused everyone uh, even further. But hopefully, we've said something which is uh, useful in some way, and uh, we look forward to being with you again to elucidate another question next time. So thank you. <laughs>